0: Hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Monday if you're listening to this on the Thriving Lives podcast. But uh, for our topic this week, hopefully everybody's week is going well. For our topic, we are doing a client spotlight. It's been a little while since we've done this. And Soli was gracious enough to, uh, uh, kind enough to say yes when I asked him yesterday if he wanted to do this uh, client spotlight. Um, So essentially what this kind of looks like is... um, I'm going to ask solely, you know, kind of about his his relationship with health and fitness prior to TLF and what, you know, how that has all uh, kind of changed once he's been a part of TLF, you know, what what normal obstacles he's kind of come come across and how we've overcome those together over the past uh, year or so, because he just passed his year mark, which wasn't even my intention to to do this client spotlight based off that, but that was a, a cool little extra win that, um, you know, perfect timing with it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then we'll kind of hear what, you know, Soli's best recommendations are for, you know, especially if you're a TLF client, but really if you're just trying to, you know, maintain um uh, a balanced lifestyle for the for the long term, not just, you know, a, a quick fix short term type of thing. But uh, anyway though, you know, um Soli, I'll do a little background just on like our relationship together and whatnot. You know, Soli was uh Um, He's a member at Body Shop. Um, We crossed paths, you know, with with me training other clients. He was training with another trainer there at the gym um, around this time last year, maybe a little bit before that last year, Um, you know, asking questions and stuff like that. And then we we finally got to the point where uh, um, that trainer left the gym, solely stayed at the gym, and then he needed a new new trainer. So we started working together then. And um, yeah, I think we trained together what in person, probably, you know, at least six to eight months or so, um, give or take. And then, um, and yeah, and, and now Soli's rocking on his own in terms of training, but then obviously we're still doing thriving lives and crushing it with that. So, um, solely say, say hi to everybody. Um, and, and really give us just a little bit of background about what you do right now. What are your current, you know, habit or not habits, but you know, lifestyle, what are your, what are your interests, passions, all that good stuff?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's up and family. I was glad to be a part of this. Thanks again for giving me the opportunity, Marcus, but, uh, yeah, as far you said it right, I had a previous trainer. I just uh, He just left the uh, gym, and uh, I was in need of a, some more guidance because uh, uh, we discovered together uh, uh, on a certain issue that I have. Uh, it turned out I had uh, low T, which was stalling some of my progress. And uh, since you left, I was kind of at a loss, and I asked you about your opinions on it, and you had a wealth of information. So plus your and I's charisma score is probably as high as anyone else's. So uh, I thought you'd be a perfect match. But as far as me, uh, I'm a graphic designer by day. So I sit behind a a desk from eight to five. Um, Let's see here. I do uh, charity work dressed up as Deadpool for children's charity. So I'm on my feet while working with that on on the weekends. And as far as my uh, lifestyle goes, uh, it started off rough. I mean, I was a, Big guy. Uh, before even anyone has met me at uh, body shop or even with DLF. I was uh oh geez I was like 250 with uh, zero interest in moving my body in the ways I uh then just suddenly I just felt like I saw a picture of me online from a certain event a friend of mine took and I was like don't like that and I just flipped the switch. I uh joined this um, meal replacement shake uh, deal for a while called Isogenics that got me down to my uh. Ideal goal, of like 180. I uh, was very happy with that for a while, but then I really realized, I was like, oh, man, I was kind of, as I coined it, uh, skinny fat. I didn't gain any muscle at the time. I lost the fat, but I didn't gain any muscle at the time. And then so I kind of went on my own, kind of uh, fiddled with my own stuff. Then 2020 hit, uh, went with my friends. Uh, I, I made sure, thankfully, thankfully, I started the healthy journey before that. And I was able to work out with some friends at his house. Uh, during the the shutdown and whatnot. It really keep me stronger. But then my food was kind of eh. And I just wanted to join Marcus uh, and hopefully merge into two sides together. And I think the biggest thing that we kind of accomplished together was figuring out that what was holding me back was some chemical imbalances. Uh, so some lab work. And uh, now we have a solid strategy that I'm starting to see some real solid success so far this year.
0: Definitely, man. Th- thanks, for, thanks for the background. Before... Before we circle back and dive, you know, into the health side of it, into, you know, kind of what that lab work looked like and obviously share what you feel comfortable sharing. But um, real quick, I want you to kind of spotlight um, Deadpool and the charity work that you do. You know, where can people find you with that type of stuff? Um, How could you be kind of a part of the community if somebody wanted you to to come in and help out in in, in any sort of way with that? What, What would that look like?
1: Oh man, I appreciate that. Uh, so I'm part of a group called the Just Us League. Uh, you can find us on, uh, Facebook and Instagram at Just Us League Corp. Uh, uh, with all the same name that way, or on our website at JustUsLeagueCorp.org. It's Just Us, as in J-U-S-T-U-S. Um, yeah. uh, yeah, we are, we do, we're a nonprofit, charity enhancement group and we just go to other charities to help, uh, make the event fun. Uh, we have all sorts of uh, costume characters and we are looking for helpful sponsors. Uh, we do a lot of donations and help out families during the holidays. Um, and we do a few trips to hospitals, all that, you know need some, uh, some help with that as well. But if you're looking to kind of help in person, we are looking for uh, what we like to call citizens, just people to kind of help uh, superheroes, make sure they have water, take pictures with everybody. Um, it's a really good time, especially seeing all the kids who really enjoy it. I mean, we hit everything from, like I said, hospital charities to PTSD survivors, suicide provider uh, survivors, and, um, uh, several, uh, special needs kids and everything like that. So appreciate them letting me do the spotlight on that.
0: Oh, no, 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 definitely. I mean, you, you, you're doing such amazing work with that. I know that, you know, number one, it's, it's your, your passion, but obviously you're bringing such such joy and, and, and light to, to people during, during tough times, um, whether they're kids or adults, whatever the case is. So I think that that's, that's amazing that you do that. I've always you know admired that uh, about you anyway. So definitely wanted to give you that shout out with it. Um, um. So, Uh. so yeah. So, and, and also send me Um. I didn't write it down, but send me the, the links to that and I'll just put it like in the, in the show notes on this. So if anybody does want to book you or help out and donate and things of that nature, then they can they they know where to find that. So that'll be in the show notes once this gets posted on Monday morning. But um anywho though, so you know you, you kind of answered it. You know, you're a graphic designer by day. You do the the charity work by night essentially. Um there for a while I know that you were working um um at the axe throwing place over off Metcalf
1: um in Overland yep. Park. Um and then you're you're no longer doing that, correct? Yeah correct. Uh, but I still recommend if you guys are looking for an axe throwing facility it's called Barry the Hatchet. Yeah. I'm still a big fan of those guys but uh it was great. I just need yeah, with your schedule kind of situation. About, yeah. The schedule situation was just like, Hey, I needed to prioritize some health, And, uh, yeah. I just needed to get myself a little bit under control with my stress. And that was a big, uh, that was a big kicker was to get my Saturdays back. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know, that's where, uh, you know, I, I feel like so many TLF clients, they, uh, they hustle. They, they, they work hard, whether it's in their one career or maybe they have side hustles, you know, or they just have families and things of that nature and they they're burning the the candle at both ends. You know, they're 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 they have these health and fitness goals, but sometimes less is more. Sometimes it's much smarter to pull back, as 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 you've kind of found that as well. I mean, um, I don't think that there's a I mean, there's a a lot of things aligned with you at the right time, but I do think that, you know, you pulling back from that extra job that was just taking up a lot more of your time, like you said, added more stress to your plate. Um, you didn't really have a lot of just just downtime to yourself. You always had somewhere to be. So I feel like, you know, that's definitely helped. It's it's definitely not hurt, but I think it's definitely helped you kind of get to this point, um, which we'll kind of dive into kind of that, that the struggles that we've, we've gone through together, then obviously you know, how we got here. Um, one thing that you kind of touched on, uh, one thing you touched on a little bit though, um, was, um, your, your, your low testosterone. So this is something that, um, I mean, I, I even deal with this, you know, whenever I, whenever I go get lab work, my, my testosterone's a little bit on the lower side as well. Um, solely, I just, I just muted you. I had some feedback with it. Um, I'll ask you to unmute once I'm, I'm done kind of asking this question essentially. But so, uh, so that, 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 that low T was definitely one of those those contributing factors into kind of what our struggles were. So, you know, Sole and I kind of started with with knowing hand a little bit lower testosterone um earlier on. We were taking certain supplementation um to to help bring that those numbers up. And then once we kind of, you know, we did a second round of lab work and we saw that even with eating more food, eating more healthy fats, you know, exercising the right amount, trying to optimize sleep, um we still weren't really, I mean, we were able to make some progress. We lost a little bit of weight, but nothing was really clicking for us there for a little while. Um, and so that's when, you know, if we're doing all the right things, it's really, really important that we understand that there are different. This doesn't mean that you're broken. This doesn't mean that we can't fix it. It just means that the, the normal traditional route of getting there might not be what works for us and everybody's completely different. Um, and so that's where, you know, having that communication, having that back and forth, also having the discipline and the consistency to follow a plan to know if this plan is working or do we need to shift and pivot or look at something else that could be having kind issues. Of issue. So we knew that T was, you know, testosterone was low. We supplemented to it, um, and, and changed lifestyle factors and still those numbers weren't exactly coming back up. So, um, And I'll I'll let you kind of dive into to this part of your journey solely. But so essentially, what we did in this situation was, you know, I don't have all the answers, and I I'm not ever going to say that I do. So my thing is is that I want to be a facilitator. I want to be that kind of liaison between the healthcare industry and kind of where you're at. Um, You know, not everything needs necessarily go to to a doctor, but and there's a lot of things we can kind of do on our own. But when we kind of get to these these stuck these these sticking points, it's important that we we have the right resources. And and I think I've done a pretty good job over the past seven years of running TLF to try to create a good arsenal um, of different people that I can send people to, you know, whether it's whether it's chiropractors, massage therapists, and um, this situation is a functional medicine doctor. Um, that, that we needed to kind of take things to another level. You know, I, I, I work with a couple of different HRT clinics that I'll send different clients to that need hormone replacement therapy. You know, that's not where, where Sully is. I don't think he necessarily needs that. So when we got that, uh, he, you know, he got some extra lab work done, went to, uh, this functional medicine doctor that I, uh, that I recommended to him. And, w- uh, what was it that we, that we found were, were, off? It seemed like your, your adrenals just were not on point like they needed to. Is that correct, Soli?
2: Yeah, it was uh both the uh, my adrenals was tanked below nor uh, below normal, so it was a lot of focus on that primarily, and then my thyroid was uh was a little off. I can't remember if it was high or low, but it was uh, I think it was, sure it was low. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. It
0: was- well, and and what's important to recognize with with all these different body systems, all these different hormones, is that even though they're they're not the same thing, they're all very, very intimately related. When one thing is off, that creates this kind of domino effect. And sometimes it's like, you got to figure out, is it the chicken or the egg? You know, which one came first? What is the actual root issue here that's causing the other things? So usually testosterone comes kind of down the line. Testosterone isn't going to be totally messed up. It's usually the other things that are fatigued. It's the, the adrenal glands are not producing like they need to. And that has that compounding effect on the thyroid. And when the thyroid is sluggish, Again, everything else starts down regulating. So when one thing is messed up, everything else starts kind of down regulating. Um, and then that is that trickle down effect, to, you know that that testosterone and things of that nature. So even if all you know lifestyle factors are, are somewhat in check, when one thing is off, it can be really hard to get a handle on everything. And so that's where, you know, um, I, I don't push for clients to always get lab work done right away unless they have, you know big symptoms, big reasons why I'm like, okay, this this has to get done. like you've been noticing this for a long time. Um, but in this situation, it's, it's, let's go ahead and dive on into it. Let's see how things responding. Let's pull all these different levers. And that was kind of what the post I I made about you last night, totally on, uh, on like Instagram and Facebook is that, you know, as a coach and as a client, we got to pull on these different levers to see what is it that we really need to do. Um, and then once we kind of pull all those levers, then it's like, okay, we've all exhausted the normal options and the normal routes of doing this. And then let's bring out some outside help. That's going to give us a little bit more insight into things. Um, So, so that's kind of what, what you found them with, uh, the, the functional medicine doctor. And then, you know, from there you were able to kind of forward along the information she was giving you kind of working as this, this, this tandem group of three here to try to figure out, you know, where are you at? Um, you know, she knows what your diet approach is, what your nutrition is. She knows that we're working on optimizing your sleep and gut health and all that good stuff. And then she's recommending certain supplementation. We're not really having to go the route of, of prescriptions or anything super in depth. Is that on the table? Of course, it always is. But you never want to just go straight to medications unless it's like an absolute must. Most of the time, there are many other, like I said, levers that we can pull uh, and utilize and lean on before we really get into those, those medication routes or even something as like HRT. While well, HRT is amazing, it, it it helps people get in the right that right state, helps them bring, you know, their their, their lab work numbers into a, a more optimal position. We don't want to go to that point because that is a point where, okay, now you are absolutely relying on this medication, on this prescription to keep these numbers in check versus all the natural routes. So we try the natural routes first, we try the holistic approaches, and then we can always, you know, transition over into kind of the, the medical side of things. So um, coming back to kind of what my questions were here, um, you kind of, you touched on some of those, those uh, lifestyle factors, you know, COVID was kind of a, a, a time where you got back, you know, Consistent with the gym. Um, you know, you you use you shakeology, we're able to lose, you know, 50, 60, 70 pounds or so during that time. During that time, I'm sure what happened was because when you're doing shakeology and you're mainly just having um meal replacement shakes like that, and you're taking in substantially less calories than normal. Um, those are those the, some of the side effects of that are is, yes, you're gonna lose the weight that you want to lose, fantastic. But sometimes that body composition doesn't really improve because. Yeah, you lost 70 pounds, but a, a chunk of that was any muscle mass that you had. A chunk of that was was obviously fat and water intake. But then on top of that, because you're eating so much less calories than, than what your body really needs to, to be fueled on, all of those body systems start downregulating. So it might have had nothing to do with it in terms of why your, your numbers were down like that. But potentially by doing that shake allergy route, which helped you lose the weight, but it possibly had some of those side effects that everything else um, in terms of your body systems start down-regulating. Again, it might not have had any correlation to it, but there also is a very strong possibility that there was some sort of a correlation with it. But so what I would like to know solely kind of coming back to like your childhood with it, um, you know, what, how was health and fitness viewed as, as a, as a child in,
2: in your household? I mean, it was pretty good overall. I mean, like the downside is my folks, uh, I love them to death, but like my dad, uh, a Uh, I got my sweet tooth from him mostly. He's pretty much not my uh, blood father, but he's the one that raised me. So yeah. I was always around like ice cream for dessert, and you know, cake and whatnot. Uh, my mom. Uh, we didn't really eat out too much. My mom was always really good about making homemade meals and whatnot. But I mean, uh, everything was tasty. I mean, it was just uh, <laughs> that's pretty much where I was at. Yeah, But she also but her view of food kind of uh, it still kind of makes me nervous to this day because uh, she's she battled Crohn's, And so she um, she has that issue. And now she is terrified of food. Yeah, pretty much. Like pretty much she's worried about if she eats it. Is it going to tear her up? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I mean, unfortunately, currently she's like a dollar right now. And I'm trying to be like, you you need to get over this fear. But I can understand where she's coming from on that. But I mean. And then in terms of like uh, my movements and stuff like that, I was pretty active as a kid. Like I loved baseball and playing, but I was never really that competitive to where I wanted to get more and more better at it. I just wanted to play. And that's pretty much where I stood at. But um, as far as anything else goes, that's pretty much my diet was just pretty much going in and out. College came, of course, when your first time living on your own. And, you know, I was over here with Chicken patties and then, like, whatever's on the quad and whatnot. Yeah, that's probably where it really got a little out of hand. I will admit that, but um, as far as like coming in, it was more or less just like my birth father apparently passed away with a heart attack. And growing up, my mom was always about like worried about my weight, but instead of telling me, Hey, your biological uh, father passed away because of a heart attack, she just made comments about my weight, and that's what ultimately I was kind of like. If you were a little bit more direct. I probably would have been on this journey a long time ago.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, no, that, that, that's, you, you laid on some good points there. You know, I feel like your, your childhood in terms of, of health and fitness was, was, was pretty average with that. And, and, and none of this is to, 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 to point at your parents and be like, Hey, they, they didn't do a good job with that because that's what no. re- re- really all of us were, were like with that. And really I, you know, the generation before us, a lot of it, unless you were in these certain really, really healthy segments, there was no education. There's still no education really with, with nutrition and you didn't just, you couldn't just reach out to a coach on social media. You couldn't just Google and find, you know, the best approaches to various things with that. So there there was, there was a lack of information. Now there's an overabundance of it, but so, you know, they're all doing the best with, with what they could. And, and, and again, like um, even now, like the guidelines with nutrition in terms of like nationwide guidelines, they're for lack of a better term, they're dog shit. Um, um, wait. which, which is very, very, very disappointing. Um, like just for instance, uh, a, a little side bit with it. Caleb and I were talking, uh, Caleb, uh, the owner of body shop on our podcast, the food, fitness and family podcast, we were talking about nutrition labels a couple of weeks ago. And he, he brought up, uh, for some reason he was looking up on, um, like the Mayo clinic, I believe, um, for like a diabetic, uh, like a, a diet plan that, um type two diabetes type people would have. And the, the recommendations there were absolutely God awful. I mean, like, like, like recommending um, just an abundance of, of an abundance of carbs, almost no protein, minimal healthy fats. It was, it was just wild to see like what, you know, the, the, the upper echelon of, 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 you know, cancer facilities and treatments and stuff like that and and what that looks like in terms of their diet approach. So again, to, to come back to it, you can't really knock any of our parents for, for doing all those types of things um i think i think you you touched on something really really important though and i feel like you know all we can always do is just do better with our kids versus like some of the things that our parents did even if they just they had the best intentions they just handled it in a different way and you said you know she would uh, your mom would would not pick on you but like point out your weight issue and not talk about all the the factors kind of leading up to it like not just so you're heavy, but the, the problem isn't so much the weight, it's the compounding factors that will happen because of that. And I feel like, and, and again, I I don't have a kid myself, um, but like with the kids at elementary school, I, w- I would never talk about anybody's weight or anything like that, but I would very, very concisely explain the reasons why we want to stay active, the reason why we want to stay in a fit and healthy healthy body, the reasons why we want to find you know physical activity that we love, the reasons why we need to just moderate our cookies and our candy and stuff like that. You know, I'm the first one to tell them I love cookies. I love cake. I love all that stuff you guys love eating, but I eat it differently. I don't have dessert every single night. You know, I'm not, um, I'm not over consuming that type of stuff. And so um, I think it's important to explain the reasons why all this stuff is important versus just saying, you know, black and white, eat this, don't eat that. Give, give, give them the education as to why, and, and that might have been the situation, you know, with your mom, maybe she didn't have the education or the, the, um, the knowledge she could kind of drop on you as a, why this is important. And the easiest thing to say is, Hey, let's lose some weight. So we don't have these issues. Um, but, but yeah, I, I appreciate you kind of being vulnerable and sharing that.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like the biggest thing for me too, is like, I also helped my parents because of my weight loss. Like they both were avid smokers and yep. my, both my mom and my dad were like, well, if David can stop. Eating this junk food, why can't I stop smoking? And yeah, my parents haven't smoked since I lost my weight to begin with. So it's been about five years. That's amazing. So, like uh, and, that
1: was and a big that, help for me.
0: That that's another amazing thing right there. That the benefit of just one person taking control of their life and of their health and of their habits, it has a compounding effect. I mean, you single-handedly probably just gave back an extra decade of, of potential life or save them from having cancer, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. um, all because you made this choice that had this trickle down effect might not have been the same choices that they ended up taking, but they, they made more conscious, you know, health focus and mindful decisions. Um, that, that's, that's, that's one of the most amazing things to probably even come from your journey. Not only have you put yourself into a better spot in your longevity, but you're also kind of saving the people around you as well. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, dude. Uh, I didn't even know that, 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 that's, that's definitely amazing. Um, Okay. So you kind of, you know, so we got the whole backstory. We kind of know what some of those struggles were, so we don't really need to go into the struggles of, of what we've kind of faced during your time with TLF. Um, What are, what, what are some of the biggest wins that you think, I mean, besides, that you just, you just name one um, uh, of, of you kind of taking control of your health that, you, you know, your parents stop stop smoking. But what are some of the other biggest ones that you've experienced this past year with Teal left? Would you say?
2: My stress level. I definitely would have to say that's probably the biggest thing I've ever gotten out. I mean, your video calls like this and stuff like that, talking about like, but the biggest one for me was the priority one that you talked about, like the being food, being first, sleep, second, gym third supplements last yeah. like that really focused me in to be like okay i gotta do this i gotta do this instead of it i gave me a chance to like slow down i was like all right i don't need to hit the gym today because i need to actually make this chicken and
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> or whatever it was i'm I'm doing so the stress levels i am at the most relaxed i've been in probably my last 20 years
1: that's awesome just
2: being, being able to come in do my stuff i'm not worried about I mean, obviously you got your classic work worries and stuff like that, but yeah. they're not, though I leave them at work. That's really the biggest thing. So
0: that's, that's everything. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. None, none of us can just avoid stress. I don't think that's the goal of really any of us to just uh, you know, some stress is is, is good um, to have on us, you know, puts a kind of fire under our ass to get, get things done. Um, but right. it's, it's how we manage those things. And it's, it's how, how do we, um, do we just kind of push down that stress in our, in our bodies, over and over again, day after day, because eventually that, that shit pours out in one way or another. It come, might come out in anger. It might come out in the way we, we handle food, you know, it, it mm-hmm. could come out in so many different ways with it. So I, I think that's, that's definitely important. I, mean, I was, a,
2: I was a stress eater. That was the biggest thing for me. Yeah. I stress ate or bored ate, you know, bored of me. Yeah. that's pretty much one of my two biggest weaknesses and yeah, getting out Absolutely. of control was the biggest help.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. And, and, and just that that mindfulness that kind of comes with all that stuff in terms of the stress, in terms of the food, in terms of the hey, this is how I handle my stress is that I turn to food. And so once you can once you can recognize and point out these things and really pinpoint them, that's when you can actually start making progress with them. Um, you know, I feel like so many people, um, this could be family and, and friends and stuff of mine as well, is that you know ignorance is bliss. Um, if we don't know the calories in something, it doesn't feel as bad about eating it's- it. You know, it's, it's, it's things like that, but at the same time, you're not going to grow. And by just being ignorant to it and just, you know, turning that blind eye to it, it's going to catch up with you sooner, sooner than later. Um, And, and ideally it catches up with you fast enough that you still have time to pivot and make these adjustments with it. But it's so much better just to be mindful and aware of these things, you know, knowledge is power and ignorance is truly not bliss, um, because that shit does catch up with you on it. Um, so I would definitely say that's, that's a huge one that now you can manage your stress a little bit better. And, you know, I, I remember one of your, one of the first, uh, um, times I told you <laughs> don't work out this week, like truly take this week off. And you, and, and when you, when you checked in the following week, you're like, do that could not have come at a more perfect time. Like work was crazy busy. And that's kind of what I could tell within your check-ins. And that's a, a huge reason why check-ins are so crucial is that I could tell within your weekly check-ins that, Hey, you know, uh, so he's getting kind of burnt out in, in some different facets right now. And so instead of being stressed about not getting to the gym because your schedule doesn't allow to this week, take that week off and, and take that stress off your plate too, that you already weren't going to get to the gym. So there's no reason in wasting your energy and your, and your mental, mental space, worried about not getting these workouts in as your coach. I'm like, don't, don't worry about that this week, control your food, control your sleep, control your water, control your supplements. And then take that time to catch up on the things you need to catch up on, whether that's literally just it might just be binge watching Netflix and just chilling because you're so go, 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 is that we need to be able to pull back. We need to know when to pull back as well. Um, um last couple of things here, brother. And then, I'm, then I'll to let you go. I know that you're 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 headed to a friend's house right now. That's um, yeah, it's okay. In terms of a new client. Um, so like Nick on here, he's he's a fairly new client. Um, but but any any new clients that would be listening to this what advice would you give to them what do you think they could benefit from hearing what do you think are the most you know important factors in your success so far
2: i i mean like follow the plan for the time being like obviously keep keep in mind your your stress your life you're in charge of your life and be open to marcus as as much as especially with your check-ins and stuff like that i mean like those were the biggest did that i was able to figure out oh i have low t or hey the stress level is going up high and really reflecting on that so really just reflection and then like uh work on your time that's really the biggest thing that if you can't make it you just gotta make either make time or make do that's the two things i could probably say is like yeah you don't need to be at this gym because you're got all this stuff all right that's fine yeah. but try to alleviate rele- your plate as much as you can. So you have time in order to focus on your health and stuff like that. That's really what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, no, you know, I, 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 I think that's great advice. But as far as that, uh, keep on it. That's the hardest part is just staying on that horse. But I mean, if you fall back, just get back on and just keep going. That's, I mean, as corny as that might've sounded. That was the thing that kept me going. I mean, I didn't stop working out during 2020 and, all the gyms and everything was closed. I bought a body weight workout program until my friend opened up his own gym in his garage. Yeah. I drove to Liberty every morning at 8 AM just to get there. And I live in Lonexa. So
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, it's pivot whenever you need to. And, and uh, make sure you just ask the right questions, communicate as, as needed whenever you're struggling with something. If you don't have the answers, find something that does. Yeah. Definitely. Well, dude, I, I, I truly appreciate your time tonight, man. Uh, Thanks for, you know, again, being vulnerable and, and kind of opening up and sharing some of that, um, just, just, just your journey, you know, it's such an intimate thing to talk about all this stuff. So I really appreciate you, um, you agreeing to do the client spotlight and then chatting with us about it.
2: Yeah. Nick, Krista, did you have anything to ask me? I'd be happy to answer any questions you got. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, I didn't have any questions, but I appreciate you sharing, sharing your information and journey, journey with us. I, I think that's awesome. And congratulations to you. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Nick.
0: Bye. I feel the same way as Nick. Thank you so much for sharing. And it's nice to hear someone else articulate Marcus's same philosophies and words and the priorities that you have because it just it's always helpful to bring those priorities to the forefront of my mind each week and know that like there's a community of us together in it and everybody's working on the same like-minded goals. And it's just it's motivating. So thank you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like the biggest, the biggest accomplishment I think I probably also can make is hiring Marcus. Like he's been a wealth of information. So, yeah, keep on it, guys. And, and if you need anything else, reach out to me. I'd be happy to help if I can.
0: Definitely. And then, totally send me that that uh, your links and whatnot for how people can find your charity and all that good stuff. And like sure. I said, the show notes. But Krista, Nick, thanks for your your um, your props to solely there on that and, and 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 all that good stuff. Appreciate you guys. All right, y'all. Well, I'll see you tomorrow on check in day. Solely enjoy your night. Thanks you. Thank you again so much for being on here. Nick, Krista, everybody else who's listening to this. Appreciate you guys. And yeah, I'll see you guys on check-in day. Anytime. Let's go. See y'all.